0: Happy New Year, my fellow warriors. I was wondering if this year you were going to make some New Year's resolutions. Now, I titled this podcast episode, New Year's Decisions, because I feel like New Year's resolutions are sort of a gimmicky thing. I mean, how many New Year's resolutions have you made that didn't last until mid-January? Can you see me raising my hand? I sure have. I think most people have. And that's why I don't like to make New Year's resolutions necessarily as, you know, calling it that, I guess, because it does seem like it's just something to do. You're supposed to do because it's New Year's. However, new beginnings are good. And we get a whole brand new year to begin again to try again, to strive, to work towards something one more time. And I think what's important to do, it's always important to keep the end in mind. So if you are sitting here at the end of this year on December 31st, what do you want to be different? How do you want to be different? What goals will you li- would you like to have achieved? Where do you want to sit? How do you want to feel? So, I want to give you a few tips today and have you thinking about New Year's decisions rather than New Year's resolutions. Now, the one thing I think that's really, really important in all of this is that whatever it is you're going to decide to do, you know, your New Year's decision, that it has to be about you. That doesn't mean we're being selfish and we're not thinking about or caring about other people. But if your resolution is for somebody else to change or for some situation to turn around that you have very little to no control over, well, we know where you're going to be sitting at the end of the year then, right? You're not going to be successful because we don't have control over other people. And unfortunately, I think the things that frustrate us the most, that we would like to change the most are often about other people. And that's a tough pill to swallow, isn't it? We're sitting there looking in the mirror and going, okay, this person needs to change and that person and this person needs to do this. And if she would just do that and he needs to do that, then I would be okay. Well, you don't know if anybody's going to do that. You don't know if they're sitting here listening to a podcast like this and employing tools and resources and getting their act together. You don't have any control over that. You get to control, though, your thoughts your words and your actions, and to a certain degree, even your feelings. And so that's what I want you to think about, making a decision. And by the way, for those of you who followed me for a while, and you've perhaps read some of my books, done my workbooks, followed me wherever, and used some of my resources, you're probably familiar with the nine actions. Well, they're being repackaged. I'm super excited. They're being repackaged for 2021. And there, it doesn't mean that, that any of that, you know, that you've used before is not relevant. The books and workbooks and everything, as far as I'm concerned at this point, will continue. We'll continue to publish them. You can continue to use them. And at their core, they're all the same. But we have renamed them the Nine Weapons of Hope. And it's really trying to take us to a new level with the Nine actions now called nine weapons of hope. And of course, we learn and grow and change and get more insight and wisdom. And so I'm employing all of that, adding all new wisdom and insight and really um, knowledge and just taking those tools and resources to a whole new level. So like I said, the nine actions are great and at their core, nothing has changed but I did create them in 2015, and it was just time for an overhaul. And so here we are almost six years later, and we're going to, we are not going to, we are. I'm in the process of working on it really diligently right now. And I'm really excited because we are going to be bringing you sometime, hopefully before January is over, the the nine weapons of hope and ways that you can use them for different Focuses, And so I'm really excited about that. And so again, that'll be one of the tools and resources you can use when you're making your decision. So speaking of that, one of the nine weapons of hope that used to be called decide to stand up and fight, like I said, is basically at the core of the same thing. It's about making that decision. And if you don't first make a decision, nothing's going to happen. You won't use the other eight weapons. You won't use your weight loss program. You won't use your fitness program. You won't get uh, more faith in your life. You won't do anything if you don't make a decision. I call it initially, I call it a pivotal decision. And that's what I want to encourage you to do right here at the beginning of January is to make a pivotal decision. And what I mean about that, it's a big decision. It's a decision that will propel your life in a new direction. It will have you pivoting, changing direction. Even if that old path that you're on is comfortable, might not be a good path, but it might be sort of comfortable. You need to pivot, make that pivotal decision that you're going to change something. That pivotal decision is critical. No question about it. However, you want to know what's even more important? All of the hundreds, perhaps thousands of decisions that you will make subsequent to your pivotal decision. Because one decision on its own is not supported by anything. And you know how quick it is to blow off that decision? How easy it is to blow off that decision? Life gets in the way. Somebody says something to you. You get sick. You feel bad. You get in a car accident. You uh, have people that are just not for you. You have the beast whispering in your ear. You have those old thoughts, your old thought patterns that are telling you you can't do this. It's too hard. So the cool thing about decisions is you have an unlimited supply. So as you go along toward this goal that you're making now, this big goal that you've decided to have this pivotal decision about, you are going to have to make a lot of supportive decisions along the way. And perhaps some of those supportive decisions might even be pivotal too. You might find that the direction you're going doesn't work anymore. At the time you made this decision today... It made sense, but you kind of need to alter your course a little bit. That's no problem. Be flexible. Don't be so stuck that you're just going to blow the whole thing off. Now, what's really important is having a big goal, thinking about where you want to be on December 31st at the end of this year is really good. Get that in your mind. Put it up on your wall. Have reminders everywhere because you need that goal in mind. Having said that, Something that takes 365 days to get to can seem daunting. You're wondering, how am I going to do this? I haven't been able to do this for more than a week before. How in the world am I going to get there through 365 days? Well, this is the wonderful thing about the way time has been broken out for us. We have a year. Make that your goal. Make it that at the end of this year, you're going to be sitting here in a different place. And whatever that is, write it down. Don't just think about it. Write it down and speak it out loud. Very important steps. Okay, now what I want you to do is think about breaking things down. Okay, so we've got this year, pretty daunting. We can break it down into a month and then there's only 12 of them. Wow, 12 of them. That's a lot better than 365, right? So we've broken it down into 12 chunks. So what could be a monthly goal? What could be something that you could strive for for each of the 12 months? Again, write it down, speak it out loud. We need to refine it even further because even a month can seem like a lot. I mean, a month has anywhere from 28 to 31 days in it. And so much can happen in a month. So within each month, you can break it down by week if you want and say, wow, there's only four of those. Okay, I can do something for a week. You can pretty much do do anything for a week. So break it down. What will I do each of the weeks in my month? Now, once again, depending upon what you're dealing with, you might be dealing with something huge. I mean, something monumental, and you're just stuck. Maybe like me, you're down on the mat. When my daughter Jamie was in her addiction, and this went on, and and at the 13-year mark, I found myself saying I didn't want to be here anymore and being so depressed and, and envious of other people and wondering why this was happening to me and feeling like such a victim and, and being mad at God and, and confused and just a, a myriad of awful emotions and feelings. I was down on the mat. That's how I describe it. I felt like I was down on the mat and my beast was on top of me. And he was whispering in my ear often. But sometimes he would scream right in my face and he would tell me I was a terrible mother. And that I let God down. And that I couldn't even save my own daughter. What kind of a person was I? Obviously, I wasn't a caring person. I didn't really care enough about Jamie. You know, I shouldn't listen to Rich, who's telling me that I needed to take care of myself and draw my line in the sand. I shouldn't listen to her dad. And on and on and on. And the worst part was I was believing it. You might be able to relate to this. Maybe you're believing your beast. And our beast, listen, You can learn more about The Beast and especially our our whole website is going to be renovated and updated. And so I want you to really stay tuned and make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. And go to ValerieSilvera.com and get on my email list because that's where I'll really update you. And you're also welcome to join my Facebook group called The Trauma Disruptors uh, to stay updated on everything. But The Beast essentially is all of these experiences that we've gone through And it's resulted in something. It's resulted in these negative feelings about ourselves, in self-defeat, loss of confidence, living in shame and guilt, and like me, in paralyzing fear. And the beasts come from all sorts of different places. They come from abandonment, childhood issues. They come from all sorts of different traumas, ongoing situations. They come from our own choices and thoughts. And at their core... The beasts are not from God. And, and if you have a different spiritual belief than I do, then you go ahead and kind of modify what I'm saying here. But, you know, they're not from God because God has really told us a lot about being strong and courageous and that he's for us and that we're a masterpiece and we're made in his image. He never said life was going to be a cakewalk, right? He never said it was going to be a, a bed of roses. We're going to have difficulty. And that's why we have to work hard to be strong. And so the beast is a bully, right? I mean, and what happens to bullies if you don't stand up to them? They just keep bullying you. You have to stand up to your beast instead of staying down in weakness on that mat, listening to the garbage, or as I call the negative crap. And you will see in our new courses that are coming up in one of the weapons on attitude, I'm going to have you work on your negative crap list. Because we got to get rid of all this negative junk that's just swirling around in our brains and affecting every area of our lives. So, you're down on that mat and, and this beast is whispering and screaming and slapping you around and holding you down. And you can't think about a week. Maybe you just need to think about a day. Maybe it's today. Today I'll do this. But here's what's important. You can't just leave it at today because then when you wake up tomorrow and something happens and gets in the way and the water heater starts leaking or whatever, then you're going to get off track. You need to get this stuff down and make it a part of your life. You could do anything for an hour. I said you could do anything for a week. I think you could, but you certainly can do anything for an hour. So when you're trying to do something like change your attitude or or shift your focus or, you know, something that's, I mean, things that have really got you down, an hour might be a lot. So work on having a good attitude for an hour. And then maybe later on, you can work on having a good attitude for two hours and just keep, keep biting it off in bite-sized chunks. And what's really, really, really important is to not be hard on yourself. Don't give yourself a beating every time you fall down, every time you stop, every time you want to quit, every time you're encouraged to uh, get off track. Even if you find yourself down on the mat, do not get too hard on yourself. You're human. You might be looking back at 2020 right now and saying, man, that was a year from hell. That was a really crazy year. I had a lot of great things happen in 2020, by the way, and I think you can probably look back at some good things too, but... Whatever. 2020 was weird for everybody. There's no question about it. We can't get around that. We can't say, oh, it was only weird for some people. It was weird for everybody. But, you know, 2021 promises to have some of the same weirdness. So we can't use 2020 as an excuse. Yeah, well, you know, that 2020 did this to me. So now you're just going to forget about improving your life. Don't do that. Use 2020 as a year of resilience. What did you learn from 2020 and carry it into 2021? Here's the thing, my friends. We cannot use the COVID as an, uh, as an excuse, the COVID virus. We can't use the election or whatever craziness else happened in 2020 as an excuse to not move forward. Life is full of issues. That's it. Life is a constant, you know, succession of issues. It's just life. Don't use them as an excuse. It's time to disrupt our trauma. We've got to get rid of the guilt and the shame and the fear and the low self-worth and the lack of confidence and all the things that are holding us down. Because the time is now. Time is flying by. and We can't afford to waste another year. We can't even afford to waste another one of our precious days staying down. Somebody out there needs you. I found out that somebody out there needed me and I would have never guessed. It turns out a lot of somebody's need me and perhaps a lot of somebody's need you too. You don't have to do some big thing like I'm doing to make a difference, but you can't make a difference down on the mat. Today is the day to stand up and reclaim your life. And when you do, know that you're not alone. I'll be standing right there with you and join the Trauma Disruptors group on Facebook Make sure you focus on groups like that. Don't use your social media to get you all into fear and the news and all the craziness going on. Start taking control of what you listen to and what you do so that you can be sitting there at the end of 2021 in a different place. No matter what 2021 brings, because even if it brings difficulty, that will be an opportunity for you to use it can always use all of our hardships. My fellow warrior, stick with me because in 2021, we're going to link arms like never before. It's time for us to not just stand up. It's time for us to soar. Your story matters. So live it courageously.